All right. Hello, everybody. Jimmy the Hawk fan here uh, doing podcast number one. Uh, don't expect a whole lot for this first time out. Uh, going to get better as we go here. Uh, just going to give it a try. So just a lot of excitement in the air. That's the big thing right now is excitement for Big Ten football getting started actually tonight. This is Friday. We've got Wisconsin and Illinois playing tonight. And then the full tilt tomorrow with our Iowa Hawkeyes playing in West Lafayette, Ross-Aide Stadium, against the Purdue Boilermakers. It's been a long time coming. I mean, this has been such a stressful year in so many ways. And uh, with the pandemic, the, the off uh, social issues, everything going on, and at least we've had some distractions with other leagues who, who went ahead and played the season. But uh, finally, we're getting ready to see our Hawkeyes. And uh, one thing, you think about the Iowa Hawkeyes and the consistency they've had with their leadership under Kirk Ferentz, uh, the leadership that he provides, and his other coaches. I mean, Phil Parker has has been around the whole time. We've got uh, a lot of coaches that have been there a lot of years, a lot of really quality, high-quality coaches. So hopefully they've been able to get the guys ready, you know, in this limited amount of time and all the interruptions they've had with the COVID issues and the season being called off and then starting back up again. But we're going to find out tomorrow. I mean, tomorrow is going to it's going to tell us a lot, I think. Uh, there's, there's been some speculation of injuries on the Hawkeyes' side. Uh, Kirk, which isn't normal for him, he said he's not going to talk about them until next week. Um, definitely respect that. It's an unusual year. And try not to give the other team, uh, I guess, any kind of an advantage that they might get by knowing what personnel is out. So... I respect Kirk doing that. Um, we've also, but the, the rumors are on the linebacker side, maybe some defensive linemen too. Just rumors, so I don't want to speculate with any names or anything like that. Um, and then on the Purdue side, the one that has been confirmed is Rondale Moore. Um, him not, not uh, playing is huge for the Hawkeyes. You think about, he didn't play last year either, but... David Bell had, what, 13 catches for 200 and some yards and just just tore the Hawkeyes up. Um, see, he and Rondale together, that was going to be quite a challenge for the Hawkeyes, but that, that, doesn't mean, that doesn't mean anything right now because I'm sure Purdue has other good, skilled guys. They always do. Sounds like Jake Plummer is going to be uh, playing quarterback this year. And they also have a transfer who's, who's uh, some are speculating he may come in and do some wildcat type offense as well. So a lot of unknowns. I mean, Coach, coach Brom, uh, head coach, he's got COVID and he can't even coach. He won't be there. And his brother's going to be uh, taking over and, and calling plays. So... That should be a, a pretty big deal. He also got not denied 
he had wanted to be able to uh, communicate virtually with his team and his coaches, and uh, that got denied, apparently. So uh, that's that's an interesting thing, too. Uh, a coach being out with an illness can't obviously attend the game, but wanted to be able to have some virtual communications, and, and that's been denied. So uh, on the defensive side of the ball for Purdue, uh, another thing there is they've got former Hawkeye Bob Diaco uh, as their defensive coordinator. Um, uh, last time the Hawkeyes faced him, he was at Nebraska, and the Hawks did, I mean, pretty much rolled up, I think, over 300 yards rushing and and uh, had an offensive explosion that day. So, um, But that doesn't mean anything either. You never know. But that, that also leaves some uncertainty um, you know as far as looking at tape you can't you can't look at Purdue tape from last year to see what kind of defenses they're going to be going to be running you have to look at some of some of Bob Diaco's old tape and, and wonder you know how Brom has influenced him in, in altering some things that he normally does too so we've got all that that going on um, on the Hawkeyes side I mean, the most exciting thing right now, obviously, is, I mean, it's going to be quarterback. We're looking at a new quarterback this year, and uh, Spencer Petras. I mean, that that is excitement (laughs) to to, uh, get to see what he brings to the table. Um, and, uh, uh, that's kind of the main thing that, that I'm looking at is what is, what kind of arm does he have? You hear it's, it's an excellent arm. You know that he broke records, uh, Jared Goff, the Rams quarterbacks records in high school. Um, I believe he had 50 touchdowns and two interceptions as a senior. So that's the number one thing, hoping that he can, he can, you know, complete some passes early on, get some confidence going. And the best thing for him is who he's surrounded by this year. You know, at offensive line, there was a lot of concerns early on with Tristan. Well, I mean, there were some concerns with Tristan Wirfs being such a huge uh, part of that offensive line and, and going pro a year early. You see him, what he's doing with Tampa Bay now in the NFL, uh, protecting Tom Brady and just getting it done every week against some really high-quality defensive ends. Um, but we've got Coy Cronk, a graduate transfer who's going to be playing right tackle, it sounds like, and filling in. And he's had, he has 40 career starts, which is crazy. He got hurt last year in Game 4, I believe it was, at Indiana. Decided to transfer to Iowa to see what, you know, do something different and uh, learn from a different coach, you know, a coach who's known coaches that are known for putting offensive linemen in the NFL and, and high draft picks. So it's going to be a thrill to, to see what he can do over there on the right side. We've got Alaric Jackson on the left side, left tackle. Um, Linderbaum, unbelievable center. So those two guys, uh, you know, top three, uh, you know, a lot of people are saying, you know, it could be first, second, third round draft picks this year. 
uh, for for Alaric Jackson, it's his senior year, and, and he's slimmed down and, and looks to be in great shape. Uh, so I'm really excited to see his added athleticism from being in better shape on the left side. And then Linderbaum just seems like a freak in there at center after one year, all the, the talk that he's getting, all the hype at center, and, and he's such an athletic kid as well. And then guards, I think you're going to see quite a bit of a, a rotation at guard, uh, Van Wart uh, is is one of them in there. Um, you've got Kallenberger, Cody. Um, so there's there's quite a few uh, different players that I think are going to be going to be rotating in and out. Shooter is the other one, um, Kyler Kyler Shot. So that's going to be interesting to see. You know, I think they're just going to rotate some guys and see how things work out but they really do seem a lot more athletic on the inside than last year and you can see at the end of the year uh with with shooter as they call shot um Kallenberger playing in there Van Wart's been been injured so he just he's looked good when he's been in he just he just has been injured quite a bit then if you talk about uh, running backs um, really excited. I mean, everybody's excited to see excited to see Goodson. You know the way he came on towards the end of last year, and talk about a guy that can catch the ball out of the backfield, or at times they even split him out as a receiver. So a lot of versatility there. But he just he just really has has some moves to so to see what he looks like this year after another year of of weight training in that program is is exciting. And then Mackay, uh, I think Mackay Sargent uh, is going to have a good year. It's his senior year. Uh, he's he's had flashes of of some really good ball games in the past, and uh, so I think I think that's going to be exciting to watch as well. Um, and then uh, a twenty one. I'm I'm blanking on his name right now, but he he ended up redshirting last year. Uh, Torin Young left, and so. Uh, we've got uh, we've got three quality guys, and he's another one that can that can catch the ball uh, out of the backfield and do a lot of things that way. So, but man, uh, talk about the the group that we're really watching are the wide receivers. It's it's exciting to have a dynamic group of wide receivers like the Hawkeyes have. Uh, you know, you start with Amir Smith Marset. Um, the guy is fast, he's quick, he's made some just acrobatic catches. You know, he's such a great returner as well, kickoff game, kickoff return game. Um, so really excited to see see what all they do with him. And hopefully, you know, he, he picks up where he left off in the bowl game last year. Brandon Smith is just a freak to watch. You know, look at that guy, he's just built, he, he can jump, he's got those big hands. He's made just some unbelievable catches in his career and some big catches. Uh, I think about oh Minnesota, he had an unbelievable one. Penn State, the touchdown where he's reaching over the the head of, of the Penn State player. And then the big one um, a couple of years ago in Iowa City against the Cyclones too. So um, he, oh, I hope he can stay healthy this year, man, because he's, he's looking... He's gonna be fun to watch, and then you've got Tyrone Tracy. Man, did he 
step up last year, had a few drops, but, uh, but I mean, the, some of the, the runs after catch that he had were just unbelievable. Lots of catches. Um, he's, he's like a running back almost, like a little running back when he, after he catches the ball. And then Nico Regani, lots of catches as well. Again, he, he had some of the drops, but uh, both those guys are, are really quality guys and, and having another year of practice under their belt. It's going to be exciting to watch. Tight end, um, you know, last year we were a little bit unsure. Um, you know, we had Nate Weeding, uh, Sean Beyer, and then lo and behold, uh, you get a, a freshman that steps up and and really came on at the end of the year. So um, that was that was exciting to watch, and we've got some really great freshmen coming in. And, uh, um, you know, so you have Sam Laporta, the freshman last year, who really stepped up. Um, and then some of the, the freshmen, uh, true freshmen, like Elijah Yelverton, you know, really highly touted player, as well as Luke Lechie. Um, and then they had a, a red shirt as well, um, Names escaping me right now that I think we're gonna we're gonna see a lot of him this year. So I think we're doing okay when it comes to when it comes to uh, the tight end position for this year. Defense uh, defense is going to be a little bit different. Um, a lot of new names. Uh, a lot of of new names and. Uh, uh, especially on the defensive line, you think of some of the guys that they lost on the defensive line this year, you know, to the NFL. Um, A.J. Epinesa, of course, you know, he's playing playing with the Bills now. But I think Chauncey Golston is going to have a big year, and I am interested to see what Logan Lee can do backing him up. Um at tackle, Davion Nixon, he had a good year last year, and uh, so really excited to see what he can do. And then, and they have the transfer, Jack Heflin and Noah Shannon. Hopefully, those guys will be ready to step in and, and rotate and give him a breather. And then Austin Schulte and John Wagner. Uh, Schulte, a, a senior, fifth year in the program, and, and seems to be a guy that's just, you know, good attitude and, and works hard and improving. Um, and I'm Excited to see what Wagner can do on the inside. And then the transfer from Hillsdale in Michigan, then Valkenberg at the defensive end along with Joe Evans. And that's, that's going to be really interesting to watch, see if, if Joe comes in a lot on, on uh, some of the passing downs and maybe you slide Vin Valkenberg even inside or Wagner, put Wagner in there and maybe Logan Lee. Uh, in the inside and Chauncey on the other outside and pin their ears back and, and try to get some sacks, put some pressure on the quarterback. Middle linebacker, we've got Jack Campbell uh, backed up by Seth Benson. So uh, heard a lot of great things about, about Jack Campbell. Nick Neiman, of course his brother Ben uh, with the Kansas City Chiefs, um, doing a great job there. He and Anthony Hitchens both. 
um, kind of rotate in and out on there uh, with Ben coming in more on passing downs for the Chiefs. And then Je- Justin Jacobs, uh, the freshman, redshirt freshman, backing, backing Nick up. Um, also, the, the cash position, uh, you know, you, you've got Wade Barrington. He's going to be, be playing, you know, in more of a running-type situation. I mean, he'll be playing a lot probably against teams like Wisconsin. And then Dane Belton, a uh, really athletic kid. Uh, played played quite a bit last year. Excited to see what he can do. But he's also listed as the strong safety uh, with Sebastian Castro backing him up. And then you've got Jack Kerner uh, at, at free safety with Kayvon Merriweather backing him up. Two uh, good players there. A lot of experience, you know, in the in the backfield. Matt Hankins, a senior at one cornerback, with Julian Brents, who's who's played a lot. He played a lot as a freshman, so um, that's a, a strong position. And then Riley Moss at the other cornerback, being backed up by Terry Roberts, the redshirt sophomore. Special teams are, you know, definitely uh, something we're looking forward to this year, more than anything. You know, well. There's a couple of things. Watching Amir Smith-Marset returning kicks is, is really exciting. And then Keith Duncan, Keith Duncan uh, kicking field goals. And, and hopefully we're scoring a lot of touchdowns so he doesn't have to kick as many field goals this year. But hopefully that, that accuracy rate uh, that he has continues. So that's kind of a rundown of the teams a little bit, uh, especially the Hawkeyes and, and the game tomorrow. I believe the game's at, at 2.40 Central Standard Time on the Big Ten Network. And I don't know, I'm probably going to have a couple of cold pops ready to go, uh, get some snacks out. I don't know that I'll be doing any tailgating. Uh, the temperature uh, in my area here has really dropped. So probably keep it inside. I'm just so excited to, to watch some Hawkeyes. It's been too long. Um, and, uh, hey, pretty soon we're going to be talking about basketball as well, but let's stick with football right now and hope that the Hawkeyes can get a big victory tomorrow. I'm predicting that the Hawkeyes will win by at least a touchdown. I mean, I know the spread I, last I checked was like three and some, I think, uh, uh, betting venues have even pulled the game now that Rondale Moore's out. So I don't know what's going on there. But uh, I think the Hawkeyes are going to get rolling on offense, and they're going to have to be rolling on offense because we've seen how defenses have looked this year with a lack of practice and, and such. And Purdue has a good offense. They always have. So I think, uh, I think the Hawks are going to have to get rolling on offense. They're going to have to get some stops on defense. Uh, the defensive line is going to have to play good, especially if, if there are some linebackers out. And then the cash position, Dane Belton, looking for a big day from him, as well as the cornerbacks and making some plays, maybe getting a couple of turnovers in this game, and then just get it rolling. Um, Hopefully, uh, Spencer Petrus gets a couple of touchdowns in this game, you know, over 200, 250 yards, uh, get that first game going. But I think Iowa's also going to be running the ball a lot. And I think uh, Brian Ferentz is going to have some things, a little bit different wrinkles that we haven't seen before with all the skilled position players that they have. So 
excited. It's uh, tomorrow, so let's just see what happens. I'm excited, um, and that's all I have today. So go Hawks, and uh, we will be talking again soon. Thank you.